I'm Weebeeb. You are listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it. Want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232.
I've told you many times, I, I wish, I wish I knew how to write a book. Not for, you know, major consumption or, I, I don't think anybody would, um, would think that it was good reading for them, I mean, to hear the stories of of um, how Claudia and I got into radio and where we've come from <clears throat> um, well, it's just you know sitting here while the music kind of winds down making sure that everything is in order we got the uh, three capture machines over here they're going good um, the three cart machines, they're old, old, old machines, but I don't ask them to do much, but it, it takes a while, they get a little grumpy sometimes, and, um, you just wonder at, at what point are they going to say, okay, I'm just too old, no more, <laughs> no more, and, uh, I, I just, sit here and sometimes just just think about where we've come and and how we got here and you know things like that just uh how much longer am i going to do this um will it be that as usual i want think, to point no, you to pat i don't want you to do that um whether whether it will be that there will be things in uh, happening in the um, in the United States. That pulls me off the air. 
You know, it's it's wonderful this uh, Roe v. Wade. It's it's I you know I I think of that and I never never in in <clears throat> did I ever think that Roe v. Wade, the the killing of murder of babies, um, would be overturned. I thought that people would pay politics to it and be afraid they wouldn't be reelected. Of course, the justices on the Supreme Court, they, I guess they can be impeached, but I, you know, when I started hearing the, um, the left start talking about impeaching the, the justices of the Supreme Court. I don't know that that can be done, although I, I guess if, if one started, you know, advocating communism or really fly off the edge, I, I guess you could. I'm not sure what kind of majority in the House of Representatives that would take. But those appointments are usually for life. So they weren't thinking of their re-election. But what they would be thinking of is the rhetoric of uh, You know, there are just nuts out there. I, just people who, and, and, and what it comes down to are people that are influenced by evil and they act on it. So I'm very thankful that they were not swayed by that. I, I look on the miracle of President Trump being elected the first time and I you know honestly I, I do have big questions about the election the, the second time huge questions and from what I've seen uh, not that I know any more than anybody else, but I do I do a lot of reading. And in my estimation, unless some bombshell comes up, which it, it can, he was elected a second time. And it's just going to, you know, at, at what point... If they do have positive and unrefutable evidence, how can I, I, I know the I, I know the Constitution doesn't address 
a president that and vice president that got into office by fraud. But how can you let them stay in office? Everything they do is, they're throwing around the word illegitimate right now, talking about the right. Um, <laughs> you're talking about illegitimate. How can you let somebody keep making law and and uh, writing presidential decrees and, and all if they're illegitimate, if they cheated by getting in? You can't let that happen. So what would happen? And knowing that most of the country, I would say 50% of the country are more, they have no clue. You watch these people on the street, you know, going on the street interviews and all. They have no clue who said what, and they're not paying attention. They're... they're uh, watching their favorite programs on TV and if they happen to catch news it's they get it on their phone with uh, what people are saying about different things and then they might catch ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, uh, CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, all the liberal talking points and they don't hear the other side so if something happened I don't know it, it, it just I, I can't imagine one side letting the other side stay in power if it was an illegitimate presidency there's no precedence for it what do you do Well, I guess each of the states could decertify their electors. And then take a legitimate look at ballots. But then there are states that illegally destroyed their ballots erased hard drives all in the effort to cheat what do you do it's all interesting to watch uh, God sits in the heavens and laughs do we worry no are we concerned Concerned for the safety of people. Yet knowing that Christians that have accepted Jesus and follow him, seek him. That's how the promises are true to us because we when when once we receive Jesus and follow him but that that's eternal life for us strike down this body fine we don't die the blood may quit running through these veins 
but the spirit lives. That's, you know, I'll, I'll go back to, you know, what Jesus said, don't fear man who can kill the body, but not the spirit or soul. Fear God who can destroy both and send you into hell. So there is a body and there's a spirit. But nobody likes to um, lose a loved one here. That's painful. Even though you know you'll see him again, it's painful, you know. A, there, there were times that um, I, I, each of our children, I can think of a time that they could have died. And Claudia and I tried our best to put it, to take our hands away. You know, you had them with the doctors. They, they do what they know to do. Um, but as Claudia and I, as their parents, we take our hands away and say, God, they're, they're yours. You know our feelings on the subject, but we bow to whatever you say. It's a tough thing to do because we don't want to lose them ever. But, you know, it comes down to if, it, you know, I'm just talking here. It, it just, you know, thoughts going through my, <laughs> my tiny little pea brain. Um... Unless Jesus comes soon, we all die. That's the curse on this world. Well, let's put it this way. Every one of our bodies die. You ever think that not only do we have eternal spirits, spirit, but the wicked it seems to me, in reading all that they do too. Only they have one place to go. And I don't think anybody really understands how horrible hell is. They've trivialized it here on earth. I mean, that's what Satan wants to do. He doesn't want people to grasp the idea of what hell is really like so it's it's kind of a you know they use words like oh go to hell you know and, and things like that but that's not funny I'll be first in hell before you will and we can talk down there no you won't be either it's not a funny thing to talk about we don't want anybody to go to hell. We want people to wake up and choose Jesus. It's a mighty thing what's going on in earth right now.
It shall come to pass in the latter days. Now, kids, this, this is the prophet Micah. And he was writing what God showed him to write. You know, we do have prophets these days. Who is it? I don't know. I will differ with other people. I, I could be wrong. But to me, the definition of a prophet, a prophet of God that speaks for God, It doesn't change from Old Testament to New Testament. When you speak for God, God says da 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 da. That you better be right on. I guess that's why he, uh, God, warns us in his words here and I know at least two or three different places beware of false prophets well if there's a false there's probably a true I don't know it's probably boring for you today. And I just thoughts that going through my mind, especially with what's happening today. Roe v. Wade is a great, just think of the millions of babies that will be saved and not murdered. But that one decision, have you watched how angry these people are? And guess who is the target? Christians. You think they were angry before? Ooh, it's like a hornet's nest now. And the anger starts coming out. And the irrational thinking they don't care what the what the the constitution says it's just not right well either we have laws or we don't the hate for christians right now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and it shall be lifted up above the hills, and people shall flow to it. And many nations shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob that he may teach us 
his ways and that we may walk in his paths for out of Zion shall come forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem and he will judge between many people and shall decide for strong nations far away. At that time, there will be peace everywhere. Can you imagine that? I don't know. Maybe this is heavy thinking for today. I, but these are questions I, I have. Doesn't affect my... You know, accepting Jesus and and uh, doesn't affect my eternity. But as we watch things, the 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 prophecy by Christy Johnston yesterday, I'm really mystified. Maybe that's the word for it. By that prophecy, I've played it oh, several times on the air here because it it just every time I play it, it, it just seems like. It's become more and more and more true. And yesterday it was like, oh my goodness. That was right on. It's interesting as, as we watch it come down. What happens between now and what Revelation says and what the prophets have said? I, I I don't know how it all comes down. I, I know what ultimately happens, but between now and the 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 end starts, the end times. God just calls this, Jesus called this the beginning of the end. What happens till we get to the stuff that really starts coming out? I don't know. As Christy said yesterday, the, the, do, do the nations, uh, do, do Christians have a comeback, so to speak? I, I don't know. I do know at one point it'll turn around and hate will prevail in the earth. But how? I don't know. It's it's just it's it's interesting to watch. As a son of our Father, God. You don't watch it from fear. You watch it from interest. And you watch it waiting for Holy Spirit to say, okay, talk to this one over there. Tell them about the gospel. Tell them about Jesus. Okay, lay your hand over here. Lay, lay it on this lady. Heal her. In Jesus' name. We bring hope we bring 
assurity. We bring happiness. We don't go around with long faces down here. The gospel is not a long face. The gospel is eternity. And so we listen and we share with other people. It is good to praise the Lord. It is good to gaze upon His majesty, to proclaim His love in the morning and His
cry for mercy echoes my name now and forever I'll be at hand I will be with you I will be with you for that's who I am
that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Like a flood, the battle belongs to the Lord. He's raised up a standard, the power of His blood. The battle belongs to the Lord, and we sing glory.
Over the past number of weeks, I have sensed a rising agitation in my spirit, particularly while praying over the United States of America. When I asked the Holy Spirit what this agitation was, He showed me a vision. I was lifted up over the United States as though watching her from space. I could see a fog completely covering the United States from the East Coast to the West Coast in a thick, dense and heavy cloud. I knew in the vision this was no ordinary fog. This was a demonic principality and in it I could see words swirling. They were the words confusion, division, disorder, strife, chaos, frustration, lawlessness and exhaustion. The Holy Spirit then caused me to see closer and I was able to see God's sons and daughters in amongst the fog. They were being poked and prodded by the fog itself, almost painfully. Not knowing where this prodding was coming from, they began looking to their left and to their right, and all at once a loud brawl started to break out. They were bickering and picking at one another until all I could hear was the noise of their discord, much like the division that we have been witnessing. The Holy Spirit then allowed me to see the demonic principality within the fog who was poking and prodding God's sons and daughters. This spirit was not like others I have seen before, but as I looked closer, it was much smaller than it made itself out to be. It was throwing these words of chaos like a lasso over the hearts and minds of God's children, laughing as it did. I then heard the Spirit of God say to me, divide and conquer. This is the enemy's strategy. I share this vision with you, not to focus on the enemy, but that we may see the enemy working within, set our crosshairs upon him, aiming our arrows at him, and release God's strategies to him as a bullseye into his plans. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, I have not changed my mind about America. I have not. I will not allow her to be destroyed by darkness. It is time for my people to arise and rebuild. The enemy has had us bickering with one another, all the while strengthening his plans to divide and conquer. It is time that shifts. In the book of Nehemiah, God called Nehemiah to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. It was a seemingly impossible task for a mere cupbearer to the king, but it was Nehemiah's faith and his obedience to the call that released reinforcements from heaven to help him with the task set before him. I want to reveal to you some divine strategies from within Nehemiah's story that speak prophetically to us right now. While a cupbearer to the king at first glance may not seem like a very esteemed position, a cupbearer was held in very high rank within the king's courts. Nehemiah's duty was to serve the king his wine, and given that there were constant threats and plots aimed at the king, the cupbearer's responsibility was to vigilantly guard the wine against poison. A cupbearer was considered the most trustworthy of persons. They had close relationship with the king and held great influence within his courts. I believe the Lord is looking for cupbearers in this hour, ones he can trust the secrets of his heart with. These will be the ones that he has ordained to rise and rebuild. God is looking for a people who will guard the new wine from the poisonous lies and division that are running rampant across the earth right now. 
Proverbs 4.23 tells us, Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs of life. Those who are guarding their hearts in this hour are those he deems trustworthy to guard the wine of the outpouring and rebuild the walls of America. Though you may be in obscurity now, God is elevating his cupbearers to positions of great influence in his courts to overturn and overthrow the enemy's plans in this hour. When Nehemiah went before the king with his request to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, the king bestowed great favour upon him. He then went one step further by supplying him with armies of men, horses and supplies from his own forests. God is bestowing favour upon his bride in this hour to rebuild the walls of America. He is releasing armies of heaven to us as we respond to this call. He is supplying us with the strength we need to rebuild what has been torn down. America is not in the middle of destruction. She is in the middle of a divine restoration. What we are seeing play out before us is the revealing of the destruction of many generations. Strongholds are being exposed. Demonic principalities are being brought to the light. It is the restoration of the Lord, and we must keep our eyes fixed on who the real enemy is and not back down. Isaiah 61 verse 7, Instead of your former shame, you will have a double portion. And instead of humiliation, your people will shout for joy over their portion. Therefore in their land, they will possess double of what they had forfeited. Everlasting joy will be theirs. Nehemiah faced fierce opposition in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem through Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official. Sanballat the Horonite means enemy in secret within the people. It is not difficult to see that we are facing a similar enemy right now, an enemy that is hiding his tactics within people, just like I saw in the vision of the fog. Tobiah, on the other hand, has a godly name meaning Yahweh is good. Why would his name represent the goodness of God, yet he worked in direct opposition to what God was doing? Both Sambalat and Tobiah represent the political and religious principalities working together to abort Nehemiah's mission of rebuilding. Tobiah mocked the direction and move of God working through Nehemiah, and today we face the same enemy. The political and religious systems of this world are working in direct opposition to mock what the Spirit of the Lord is doing to bring restoration to America. In Nehemiah 4, it tells us that the work of Nehemiah and those anointed to rebuild were mocked and ridiculed relentlessly. In chapter 4, verse 7 to 8, it says, But when Sambalat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites and the Ashdodites heard that the repair of the walls of Jerusalem went on and that the breaches were being closed, they were very angry. They all conspired together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to cause a disturbance in it. Just as the enemy attempted to stir up disturbance in the midst of the great work of restoration that Nehemiah was working on, we are seeing the constant workings of disturbance to what the Spirit of the Lord is doing in this hour to restore the United States of America. But take heart, God will not allow His work to come unraveled. In Nehemiah 4 verse 9, it gives us direction for what we are facing ourselves. And they said to one another, But we pray to our God, and because of them, we set up a guard against them day and night. 
God is calling you, His cupbearers, His sons and daughters, as guards, to stand and protect the spiritual walls of America from the opposition within. We see this same strategy of the enemy playing out with Nehemiah, where in chapter 4, verse 11, it says, Our enemies said, They will not know or see us until we are among them. Kill them and put a stop to the work. The enemy's tactic of hiding within to divide and conquer will not stand. As long as God's people position themselves to pray and stand guard over the walls and the wine of the coming outpouring. Nehemiah stationed guards and armed men behind the wall in the lowest places at the points of the wall that were the weakest. He then encouraged the people who had fear in their eyes. He said to them, do not be afraid of them. Confidently remember the Lord with courage from Him. Fight for your brothers, fight for your families and fight for your homes. Then when the enemy heard that Nehemiah knew the plot against them, it frustrated their plans. Nehemiah positioned every builder with a sword secured at his side as he built. I believe this is a strategy for this hour where you may see a weak point in the walls of America rather than being like Tobiah who mocked the work of the Lord. Stand guard over it and protect it. Speak protection and strength over the United States of America. Isaiah 62 verse 6 On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have appointed and stationed watchmen who will never keep silent day or night. You who profess the Lord, take no rest for yourselves and give Him no rest from your prayers until He establishes Jerusalem and makes her a praise on the earth. I hear the Lord saying, Whose report will you believe? I am revealing the enemy within so that you can take up your guard and stand against him. Set a guard over your mouth and mind in this moment. Speak my protection forth. Decree my answers. Do not allow your words to become a tool in the enemy's hands. Arise and rebuild. Rebuild with your prophetic declarations and prayers. Stand strong and see I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Nehemiah's name means Yahweh comforts. I believe that during this time of great upheaval, the Lord is comforting His people as they look to Him. I hear Him saying again, why are you finding your answers in what the media have to say? Do not look to them, for your source of life is in me. Keep your eyes on me and I will comfort you as I bring healing to your nation. I am exposing and destroying the enemy through your obedience to pray. Isaiah 62 verse 10, go through, go through the gates, clear the way for the people, build up, build up the highway, remove the stones, lift up a banner over the peoples. The Spirit of God is moving powerfully in this hour, brooding across the United States to close the breaches of the injustices of many generations. He is moving swiftly to answer His children's prayers. He is moving in and amongst us to annihilate the political and religious principalities that are desperately vying for continued power. He is overthrowing evil judgments and rulings that have been long withstanding. He is arising as judge of the earth, both in righteousness and injustice. He is moving to bring healing to black America who have been long under the oppression of racism. 
We must be aware of the hijack that is currently taking place to cause division that would attempt to stop the healing that the Lord is moving to bring. God is moving to overthrow abortion, a stain of sin upon the land. He is moving to unseat the clutches of sex trafficking, pornography and evil underlying political systems. I believe in the coming days, we are also going to see the Spirit of the Lord moving to encounter the hearts of those within the LGBT community. He is pursuing their hearts. He is looking for the one. He is coming after those that have been lost. He is coming after them wholeheartedly. He is pursuing them in this hour. And the Lord is saying to the church, arise and rebuild in this hour. Prepare yourselves because the lost are coming home. The lost are coming home in this hour, says the Lord Almighty. The lost are coming home. You must rise and rebuild so that they have a place to come. Proverbs 14 verse four, the only clean stable is an empty stable. So if you want the work of an ox and to enjoy an abundant harvest, you'll have a mess or two to clean up. The mess you see is the evidence of revival and awakening on the horizon. What should have taken Nehemiah and his team four or more years to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem took only 52 days. God divinely strengthened them to rebuild in a short amount of time. And I believe He is divinely strengthening His people to rebuild America in a short amount of time. In what should take years will take place quickly. Just as it took Nehemiah 52 days, I believe Isaiah 52 holds a promise from the Lord over America. It says, Awake, awake, Zion, clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendour, Jerusalem, the holy city. The uncircumcised and defiled will not enter you again. Shake off your dust, rise up, sit enthroned, Jerusalem. Free yourself from the chains on your neck, daughter Zion. For this is what the Lord says, you were sold for nothing and without money you will be redeemed. For this is what the sovereign Lord says, at first my people went down to Egypt to live. And now what do I have here, declares the Lord? For my people have been taken away for nothing, and those who rule them mock, declares the Lord. All day long, my name is constantly blasphemed. Therefore, my people will know my name. Therefore, in that day, they will know that it is I who foretold it. Yes, it is I. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted His people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare His holy arm in the sight of all nations and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. Depart, depart, go out from there. Touch no unclean thing, come out from it and be pure. You who carry the articles of the Lord's house, but you will not leave in haste or go in flight for the Lord will go before you. The Lord God of Israel will be your rear guard. God is calling forth His Nehemiahs in this hour. Come forth, Nehemiahs, come forth. You have a mandate before you as cupbearers to the King to rise and rebuild the walls and gates of America that have been torn down by demonic forces. 
It is time to get up, bride. It is time to get to work in the spirit. No more laying down on the battlefield. No more being deceived by the enemy's tactics. Look and see, God is doing a new thing. He is higher and mightier, and He has not changed His mind about America. God's hand is moving swiftly to restore America. So pick up your swords, mighty ones, and pray. Isaiah 61 verse 2 I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace and a time of God's recompense on His enemies, to comfort all who are in sorrow, to strengthen those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, the oil of bliss instead of tears, and the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness, planted by Yahweh as a living display of His glory.
carved in the palm of your hand. It is written in the Lamb's book of life. Even though my soul was destined to be damned, Lord, you ransomed me with your life. You are holy, righteous. Yeah. 
like the sun that rises every day. You are so faithful, Lord. You are faithful, like the rain that you send and every breath that I breathe. You are so faithful, Lord. Like a rose that comes alive every spring, you are so faithful, Lord. You are faithful, like the life that you give to every beat of my heart. You are so faithful, Lord. I see a cross. And the price you had to pay. I see the blood that washed my sins away. And in the midst of a storm, through the wind and the waves, you'll still be faithful. You'll still be faithful. When the stars refuse to shine. You had to pay. I see the blood that washed my sins away.
You've been listening to Pat Rutherford and Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. Pat and Claudia would love to hear from you. I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.